0: Welcome on in to another show, heartlandcollegesports.com. Of course, how you find us. I'm Pete Mundo, uh, your host of the Big 12 Focus Show. As you guys know, we have launched uh, several team-specific podcasts here over the last several weeks. And one of those shows is the Jayhawker Talker, covering everything at Kansas Jayhawks. Mark Van Sickle, uh, the host of that show. Now joining us here after Kansas gets off to a 56-10 win over Tennessee Tech in Week 1, Uh, Mark, I liked KU to cover the 28 points. I think you did as well. Mm -hmm. I don't think you would have had minus 45, though, on the bingo card. No, that
1: was impressive by KU. I did not expect them to come out and get a 21-point lead in the first quarter and just dominate from the start. I mean, I I was expecting them to dominate, but just how they did it, defense, offense, special teams, all three phases. They just completely dominated Tennessee Tech. It was fun to watch. You
0: know, it was so great. And I, if you're a Kansas football fan and you've been through the last 15 years, uh, just to watch the confidence around those guys, um, the smiles, literally the smiles on the sidelines. And just, in the stands. And in the stands, <laughs> yes. The I was texting some KU fans who were at the game. I, you just got to be happy for them. I mean, it, like, I don't know what the season's going to bring. I don't know if they're going to win – Two, three games, or maybe they get to four or five, or you predicted six, right? I did. <laughs> You're saying they're going bowling, and that you said that to your credit before the season started. But, like, with everything KU fans have been through the last 15 years since Mark Mangino, uh, like, I'm just happy for them after Friday night.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's it's really uh, just something positive for yes. KU football, which they haven't had, like you said, for so long. And uh, seeing the student section packed out yeah. was just a lot of, like, they haven't had that in recent years. You kind of feel the, uh, I've been saying it on the podcast all offseason, cautious optimism around the Jayhawks football program. And you can feel it with the fans. The KU basketball players were out there. Uh, Bill Self, I believe, was out there. So it's just like everybody get coming together and uh, supporting the the football team. Cool.
0: Yeah. You know, I think about, too, just the last, I guess, 16, 17 months, The way Les Miles left. I mean, I think back to what a disaster of a hire that was out of the gates. Um, And it was. I remember going to the first Big 12 media days with Les Miles. It was down in Dallas. And, um, you know, it was like literally the guy didn't seem like he was there. Like, I know Les Miles is kind of weird, but it literally didn't seem like he was all there mentally. And then, of course, you know, he's gone um, less than a couple years later. But I feel like that happening the KU football is actually the best thing because I don't think this program would begin the turnaround under Les Miles with the way the game has changed, NIL transfer portal, like it's appearing to do under Lance Leipold. What, what do you make of Lance Leipold and really I mean, what he's done in, in 16 short months and what the season can look like under him?
1: Yeah, the transfer portal was huge. I yes. think they had the most transfers of any school in the Big 12. They had 19 transfers, and you saw it on the field on last Friday night. It was it was very it was incredible. Uh on the defensive side of the ball, Lonnie Phelps, three sacks, just an incredible job. You had Craig Young who was flying around making plays. He's the linebacker that can run sideline to sideline. And then their running back room, any of those guys can make play. Devin Neal, obviously the returning guy who's going to be their biggest playmaker, but Man, any one of those running backs can get after it, and it's it's just a great a great running back room.
0: I totally agree. I think that you know that's the kind of team that Lance Leipold, apparently as far as I can tell, wants to build. It's going to be in the trenches. It's going to be with that running game, and they showcase that on Friday night. Uh, Devin Neal's obviously the guy, but I, I think of a guy like K- uh, Kai Thomas, uh, transferred in from uh, Minnesota, and he had a very quiet night. But the fact that he had a quiet night as one of their top offseason gets tells me that the ceiling's pretty high for that running back's room.
1: Yeah, Savion Morrison's another guy. He's a Nebraska guy. I, I've been uh, affiliated with Nebraska in the past. Not as much anymore, yes, thank goodness. Yeah. But You got
0: some family ties, that's yeah, all. Right? Family that's, ties, that's all. yeah.
1: They're in Omaha. So, But yeah, it's uh, Sevion Morrison, he was kind of blocked out of the Nebraska backfield, so he wanted to go somewhere else. He picked KU, which was, I think, a great addition for them uh one of the four-headed horsemen i guess we could call him <laughs> i like KU that in the backfield so yeah any of those guys i thought also, i also thought that uh kai thomas was gonna have a bigger uh workload i guess you could yes. say but uh yeah just uh, him being the fourth guy just the ceiling's the limit for it really guys.
0: tells you i think what they can do uh with that backfield if things click right and things break right and you mentioned the defense i mean lonnie phelps a guy that transferred in from miami of ohio so, uh Lance Leipold, you know, going to what he knows in the MAC. I think that's the perfect place for him to say, who are the top guys out of the MAC who want to play at the next level? Because I mean, we see it all the time, the best players in the MAC can play Power 5 football. Oh yeah, right? they get drafted the NFL. Too. Exactly. They get picked in the NFL MAC players. So, with, you know, his stop at Buffalo, his time at Buffalo, knowing the MAC like he does, if he's getting players like Lonnie Phelps to KU and saying, "Here's what you can do for us. You can play in the Big 12 and you know, further your your career and your draft stock. It feels like the blueprint is there for Lance Leipold, and he's got a vision in a way that a lot of his pres- predecessors just didn't have. Yeah, I totally agree with that. And guys
1: like Phelps, they might not get the NFL looks yeah. that they would playing in the Big 12. If he can have which he's on pace to right now after three sacks in Week 1, on pace to get double-digit sacks in the Big yeah. 12... That'll boost his NFL stock immediately, and that's that's what those guys are looking for. They can get the NIL, of course, yeah. but the NFL, that's what they're aiming to get, some of them
0: at least. Absolutely. Uh, Mark Van Sickle's joining us. Check out uh, the Heartland College Sports uh, podcast that he's doing, the Jayhawker Talker, covering everything Kansas each and every week. Just search uh, Jayhawker Talker wherever you get your podcasts. Before we continue the conversation with Mark, uh, if you're listening to this, then... Um, You're possibly, possibly uh, in Kansas, in which case the wait's over, Kansas. You know this by now, right? DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app, is officially live in Kansas just in time now for the NFL season starting this week. College football season is, of course, underway. And uh, at DraftKings, to celebrate, they're giving new Kansas customers a can't-miss offer. Bet $5 on anything. Get $200 in free bets instantly. Uh, So be sure to get on that right now. And there's a really cool Thursday night deal they're doing with the NFL. Uh, If you want more action, how about this from DraftKings? Everyone can experience the thrill of DraftKings' early win promotion. If your team gets up seven, you win. Bet on any pro football team of your choice, and if your team leads by seven at any point during the game, you get paid instantly, even if your team loses. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use our promo code HCS for Heartland College Sports to get $200 in free bets instantly. When you place a $5 bet on anything gambling problem, getting help is your best bet. Call 800-522-4700 21 plus physically present in Kansas eligibility restrictions apply bonus issued as free bets. One early win token issued as opt-in money line bets only deposit and wagering restrictions apply eligibility in terms at draftkings.com Kansas on behalf of boot Hill Resort and Casino. All right, Mark. So, at the expectations, now you're somebody who had big time expectations for this team. You predicted a bowl game, which, you know, maybe not look crazy after last week. They got to win this weekend against West Virginia, though, right? Mm-hmm. No choice. They have to win this weekend to become bowl eligible.
1: Yeah, that's a big one for me. It's going to be tough. I mean, going on the road, however, I mean, they're less than a two, point, two touchdown underdog, which is wild for a KU football team to be going on the road. And being less than a two-touchdown underdog going into this season, you'd think, no way, that's not going to happen. It's been a long time since they've been able to go on the road and be competitive. So, yes. uh, I mean, they did win at Texas last year, but that was kind of an outlier. Yes. But <laughs> other than that, yeah, it's this is a big game because West Virginia, they played a pretty tough game against Pitt, yes. I I will say. it, it was It could have gone either way. But they might be feeling a hangover from that. Ku's coming in on a high. They might be able to pull off the upset. It's going to be tough, but it could be done. They've also got um, Houston in a couple weeks, I believe, and yes. they didn't look that good either yes. in their opening game against San Antonio, Texas. So I think that originally I thought they they might lose one of those games. But if they they could start three and zero, I'm all I'm on board right now with Ku getting some upsets here early in the season.
0: Now that would be darn impressive because the next two weeks are on the road duke at home in late september feels like a game that you know they obviously if they can get out of september let's just be honest if they're out of september at two and two Mm -hmm. you gotta feel good about that right yeah the over under is (laughs) 2.5 wins on the
1: season so if they're sniffing that before they even get to the, the bulk of conference play,
0: yeah, that
1: that that's good. But, uh, yeah, if they can get three wins even before they get to the bulk of uh, conference, oh, man, everybody's going to be going crazy. I mean, if
0: you're hitting the over on win totals for Kansas by the end of the month, uh, <laughs> I mean, go celebrate somewhere, okay? Because, as you noted, Mark, the over-under was two and a half wins. So I'm looking at this, and you're right. I see West Virginia this weekend, and I'm thinking to myself, West Virginia looked vastly improved at quarterback, especially with JT Daniels. They, frankly, should have beaten Pitt on the road. I do worry, though, like you, about a hangover with the way that game ended, Uh, you know, the pick six thrown by Daniels. That wasn't his fault. I mean, Bryce Ford Wheaton dropped the ball for West Virginia, or it went through his hands for West Virginia. Uh, But, you know, I think the home opener always brings a little bit of jazz out of a team, and and let's be honest. If Neil Brown loses this game at West Virginia – uh, you, you know, I mean, they're going to start calling for uh, changes there in Morgantown. So it's like a can't it's a must-win game for West Virginia. KU's on a high. If they cover, I think that's a huge step in the right direction. But if they win, what would be the reason why, I guess? Like, what would you chalk it up to? I think it's going to come
1: down to turnovers. Okay. I know that's kind of an easy answer to say in football, but really – if Jalen Daniels can can not throw interceptions, I know he had a couple last year in a close game. By the way, they only lost to West Virginia by six last year at the end of the season. That game was in Lawrence,
0: and but, they were playing good. That was when they were playing their best football. You're mm-hmm, right. Yeah.
1: yeah. So if 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 Jalen Daniels can limit the turnovers, if they can get a couple picks on J T Daniels. I think KU will be right there in the fourth quarter just like they were last year.
0: That uh, would be huge. That would be absolutely enormous if they can get that done. And I think, too, to just what West Virginia did last week against Pittsburgh, and, um, you know, it's going to be tough because the Mountaineers held Pitt to under 80 rushing yards, 1.9 yards a carry. So I'm Hmm. thinking about this if I'm a Kansas fan. I want to establish the run game early with Devin Neal and all these guys we've been talking about. And uh, that's not going to be easy against a very strong West Virginia front seven. You've got Dante Stills on that defensive line. So that's where I said to myself, if I want to win this game, not that Jalen Daniels is a young quarterback. He's in his third season now uh, playing. But you want to get the run game going early. And if West Virginia shuts you down, then it becomes a lot more difficult to try to pull off that upset. Yeah, you got to get the run game going so that you can pull
1: off the play action. Some of those bootleg passes that Jalen Daniels can get his athletic yes. self out to do. And uh, so, yeah, I think that it really starts with the running game. I, Kansas offensive line. They have a veteran offensive line. Four of their five starters came back this year, plus they got three transfers. Yes. So they've got depth there now as well. And I think – I think they'll be able to do some pushing this season. I don't know if they will against West Virginia necessarily, but this will be a test for KU for sure.
0: It will be. But, you know, how about this? We're sitting here in week two, and we're talking about KU in a conference game and what they need to do to maybe, like, win the game. I (laughs) mean, like, think of it. That's that's what we're doing. Like, this is not 2008, 2009. We're sitting here in 2022, and we even talked like this in, you know – over ten years about KU football, it's true. They I was looking up some stats before coming to okay. this podcast right. with you, Pete. Fire and a stat away.
1: The last time they started one and zero in conference play was two thousand nine. They beat really? Iowa State. Yeah, really? the last time they started two and zero in a season was two thousand eight. It's been a long time since they've started a season two and one and zero. So it's oh man for KU fans. I mean, they, this is how this is how excited they are about KU football this year, Pete. Okay. They pushed back late night in the fog. Their basketball, midnight basketball. Wow. They were usually have the first weekend of October. They have back to back home games in early October, and they pushed it back so late night's going to be in mid October now.
0: Wow! So like
1: that, that's that's huge. So I, they're
0: moving. They're moving <laughs> uh, the KU basketball event. What's it called again? A uh, late night. Let le- try it. Late night. They're moving that back to accommodate football. Yes. Wow. And
1: that That's something they would not have done the last several years. No. So, no way. They they, right. want, they want them to get out there. I think they're playing Iowa State and uh, TCU. I think those are the two games at home in early October. Okay. So those those are a couple games that I think KU can also be in. I, I mean, they won't be favored in any of these Big 12 games, at least at, at the start, but... They'll be close. Yeah. And, and if, if they can win some of those games, steal some games at home, maybe the going bowling isn't as crazy no. as I thought.
0: No. I, I mean, listen, I, I'm not predicting it. I like the over two-and-a-half wins. That was one of my preseason bets that I, I, I would hammer and mm-hmm. did end up hammering. Uh, but we're going to learn a lot about whether or not this Tennessee Tech game was a total fluke, which I don't really think it was. Um, or if, like, suddenly Kansas is not the team that you look at the schedule – if you are any other Big Twelve fan base, and you just chalk it up to a win, if Kansas is playing, if they're just in games this year in the Big Twelve, that's a huge jump from where this this program has been, obviously, for a very long time. And all the credit goes to Lance Leipold, that staff. You know, I don't know. You were watching the game, I know on Friday. I don't know if you stepped away for halftime. You know, had a couple pops or whatever. But I was watching halftime, and they played this ESPN Plus documentary of Lance Leipold coming in, how he kind of you know slowly started to turn this thing around. I was ready to run through a wall for Lance Leipold. Like, he's not a flashy guy, but he just is an old-school football dude who I think you have all the respect for who just seems to get it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's uh,
1: the quote that he had. I think it was at Big 12 Media Days where he says, we're not in the moral victory business. That was getting everybody fired up, too. It was like, we're here to win games. Like, they haven't had a coach really honestly be able to say that since Mangino. So it's like, you get this guy, he's like, I don't want to come in here. For moral victories, like last year if they lose by six points to West Virginia, they're like, Oh, we were so close. You know, it was a good game. Yeah. This year if they lose by six to West Virginia, it's like, dang it, we should have won that game. <laughs> yeah. That that pisses us off. So it's uh it's definitely a different feel in the uh in the locker room there. Yeah.
0: Right? Uh, it's it's never you know I didn't think we'd say this for a long time it's an exciting time uh, to be a Kansas football fan you got something to watch this weekend six uh five o'clock central start six o'clock Eastern start if you're listening to this and you're a Mountaineers fan on ESPN plus uh Mark good to have you on man uh podcast is sounding great hope everybody will go download subscribe to the podcast as well the Jay Hawker talker wherever you get your podcast thanks for being here thanks for having me Pete all right Mark van sickle the Jay Hawker Talker podcast is how you find him. Be sure to go subscribe to that right now, wherever you get your podcast. And as always, uh, if you could, take a moment out, subscribe to this show, leave a rating and a review as well if you got 30 seconds of your time. And as we always do, uh, a free Heartland College Sports koozie in the mail when you leave a rating and a review and just send me a screenshot of your rating and review to Pete M-U-N-D-O, M-U-N-D-O at HeartlandCollegeSports.com. Don't forget about our great sponsors at DraftKings. Use that promo code HCS. Bet $5 and get $200 in free bets. Have a great day. We'll talk to you soon. Go check out the site, of course, at heartlandcollegesports.com.